On a calm September morning in 1984, the Union of Soviet Socialist Republics embarked on the largest and most daring military operation in human history, the invasion of the continental United States. In the opening wave of the attack, tens of thousands of crack Soviet airborne forces entered the country. These paratroopers seized critical airports, helped secure important beachheads, or were scattered across much of the American heartland to sow confusion and disrupt enemy supply lines. For the first time since the War of 1812, a foreign power had occupied American soil, and nearly a third of the country was forced to endure a hostile military occupation. Yet in spite of it all, there were some who resisted. Around the town of Calumet, Colorado, Soviet soldiers who ventured into the neighboring mountains never returned. Across the highways, supply convoys were ambushed, and on the burning wrecks of Soviet vehicles was emblazoned a single word, Wolverines. You lose. Wolverines! Wolverines! Welcome to Who Will Save Generation X, a trivia game show that is dedicated to remembering, celebrating, and preserving all the wonderful qualities of Generation X through games, trivia, and friends. I am Xavier Host, and today we are back with our next fun-sized episode of The Home Game. For those of you who might be new to the show, this is not the regular format of the podcast, but rather a short mini-episode to give you a chance to play at home with a friend or by yourself as well as giving your fix of Gen X trivia in between regular episodes of the show. The home game is here for those who want to enjoy the nostalgia of their generation, but may not have an hour to invest in a podcast, or for those who just want to get right to the games and nostalgia. Here's how we play. Just like in the regular edition of the podcast, we have three rounds of trivia and games for you to play. Each episode, we invite a special guest to let them set the benchmark score for you to try and beat. Each round is a different game for you to try out, and at the end, you can compare your score with that of our special guest benchmark and earn your rank on the quiz. Our special guest this episode sets the record for the youngest guest on the podcast. Longtime listeners might remember him playing along in the background with his father, Donnie, in a previous episode and scoring some number one answers in Dysfunctional Family Feud. Please welcome to the show, officially this time, Tommy. Let's meet him now. His mama named him Tommy. Hi, Tommy. Hi. So, Tommy. I, uh, tell the listeners uh, how old you are. Ten. You're ten years old. <laughs> Born in 2011, yeah? Yes. All right. Tommy, do you know what generation you're in right now? What generation you're from? Gen Z. Gen Z? That's incorrect. <laughs> <laughs> you're Generation Alpha, bro. Oh, I Googled it. It said, it said from 2017 to 2012 was Gen Z. Oh, you know what? Google machine said that it, 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 that might be correct because <laughs> my daughter was born in uh, 2012. So you might be the actual dividing line. Jason, does anybody have the correct answers to the question? I don't think so. You know, note to self, let's just edit this whole part out. <laughs> <laughs> well, I had a whole bit about being gin alpha, being the, the alphas of the alphas of the world coming up. And you just kill your whole opening to save us. Yeah. The whole opening is destroyed now. Great. Just because I can't bother to Google. <laughs> Perfect. Sorry, he's right. He's, he's yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, you're right, Gen Z. We will edit that whole part out of the episode. 
Okay, Tommy, but how do you feel about setting the benchmark score for the episode today? Mainly nervous. Nervous? Why? Just because you're asked questions from three generations before you were born or some junk? Two generations. <laughs> Two generations. Whatever. No, because <laughs> I don't know. I just say. Okay. Well, you're just setting the benchmark score. So, you know, you're not playing against anyone. You're going to beat somebody out there today. I know that. Uh, somebody might beat you, but we'll see. I'm thinking if they can't beat a Zoomer from Gen Z, then uh, th they might be in some trouble. But let's find out how we do. Hey, Tommy, if it's okay with you, I'd like to share with the listeners what you wrote to me when you sent in your your request to be on the show. Is that cool? Sure. Okay. When you described yourself, whether you were a, a good contestant to be on the show, you said, I can often answer the Gen X trivia questions better than the contestants on the show. I have an ALF lunchbox that I take to school, and I'm currently wearing a Nirvana t-shirt. Once I read that, I knew you would be a perfect representative of Gen Z to be on the show. I won't be that guy to ask you to name three songs by Nirvana after seeing someone younger than me wearing the band t-shirt, mostly because I believe you can do it, but that's not what Gen Xers do. That's uh, another generation's job. So listeners, let's see if you can outscore this 10-year-old from Gen Z, or if you need to get your Gen X credentials revoked. There are a total of 18 points available in this episode. Keep track of your score, and I'll let you know how well you did versus our special guest benchmark at the end of the episode. Shut up! Shut up! Shut up! So that's enough chatting about it. Let's do it! It's time to see if you can save Generation X from fading into oblivion. Tommy, since you were born in 2011 and might be less familiar with some of the topics, we're going to put in a special rule in place for this episode and give you one lifeline per round. That is, if you get stuck on a question, you can ask your dad who's sitting to your left, who's been on the show several times already, Donovan. Two-time champion. Two-time champ. Sorry. I didn't mean to. Yeah, a, in a dominating fashion. That's dominating fashion. Yeah, you you crushed your friends. Undefeated. Yes. Undefeated in the squared circle. Good. So, yeah. So, your dad can give you some hints and see if you can figure it out from whatever hint he can give you. And that might help you along <laughs> in case you get stuck. Also, I'm going to go super easy on you with the game in round one to make sure you're nice and comfortable. Okay? Okay. Round one today is a new game called Smells Like Teen Spirit. Unfortunately, this game has nothing to do with the band Nirvana, but rather with of famous teenage girls deodorants of the 1990s. I'll use lots of adjectives to describe various fragrances of antiperspirants that were most popular by teenage girls of the early 90s. And you need to tell me the brand and if it was a roll on or a stick. Ready? <laughs> I'm just kidding, Tommy. <laughs> you look like you're getting ready to cry. <laughs> I don't know if you're laughing or crying right now. I can't tell. I'm just joking. I would never do that to you. Come on, Tommy. You can do it. <laughs> I'm going to save that game for the next time your dad's on the show. <laughs> no, here we go. Round one. Round one. Round one is our trivia round consisting of five questions about kid-friendly movies of Generation X. I thought it only right to pick something kid-friendly to get us started today. Each complete correct answer is worth one point. Good luck. In the opening credits of The Goonies, we see something other than a dot appear above the letter I in the word Goonies. What dots the I in the opening credits of the Goonies? This is a multiple choice for you, Tommy. Is it A, a gold doubloon? B, a skull? C, a treasure map style X? Or D, a Baby Ruth candy bar? Baby 
A skull. A skull is correct. Well done. You're already on the board. You're one for one. Question two. In the movie Back to the Future, Marty McFly tricks his dad, George, into thinking he is an alien named Darth Vader from another planet in order to convince George to ask Lorraine to the big school dance. What planet does Marty say Darth Vader is from? This is also a multiple choice. (laughs) Is it A, Vulcan, B, Venus, C, Tatooine, or D, Arrakis? Tatooine? Tatooine is incorrect. I'm sorry. The correct answer was Vulcan. If you remember, he says, I'm Darth Vader. It's a planet Vulcan. He does that little sign, right? The Star Trek sign. Moving on. Let's see if you can get this one. I know you know this movie. The movie Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure features the title characters traveling through time to make the world's most excellent history report. What do Bill and Ted mistakenly call the philosopher Socrates throughout the film? Socrates? <laughs> Pilates. <laughs> Good answer. That's a great answer. No, you said something first, though. What did you say first? Socrates? Judges? I'm sorry. That's really close. They called him Socrates. If you remember, Socrates. Hey, we know that name. Yeah. Hey, look him up. Oh, it's under Socrates. Oh, yeah. Socrates. To be fair to Bill and Ted, however, that is how it's spelled. Okay, here we go. Question number four. In Star Wars, approximately how many forms of communication is C3PO fluent in? This is multiple choice. Is it A? 6 million, B, 60 million, C, 6 billion, or D, 69. 69, <laughs> I'm, I'm going out on a one here. 6 million? 6 million is correct. Well done. Great job. He's affluent in over 6 million forms of communication. We find out. And the last kid-friendly movie question is from the Sylvester Stallone film, First Blood. <laughs> <laughs> We perfect in the movie. We see Colonel Troutman visit Sheriff Teasel and warns him of the kind of man John Rambo is. Here's the question I'm going to read to you his description and leave out the last word, and you need to fill in the blank. Okay, so the line of dialogue you fill in the last blank of the words. Okay, he says, I'm gonna do my best Colonel Troutman impression here. Sorry if it sounds more like William Shatner than Troutman, but here we go. You don't seem to want to accept the fact that you're dealing with an expert in guerrilla warfare, with a man who's the best with guns, with knives, with his bare hands, a man who's been trained to ignore pain, ignore weather, to live off the land, to eat things that would make a billy goat blink. Puke? Puke is correct. Well done. I watched First Blood so many times when I was a kid. I know it's not really a kid movie, but it was a kid movie in my house growing up because there's no parents watching what I was watching. Were your parents big church goers? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But we (laughs) we loved our violence. Come on. (laughs) Being a a strict Christian family household did not preclude us from having lots of violence in our films. Just no sex. No sex. Of course not. (laughs) Of course not. not. Sex, violence. Yes. Yes. Full throttle violence. (laughs) Full, full-time breaks on the sex. Okay. Uh, Sounds like my high school years. 
okay. Well, that's round one. After round one, Tommy, you could have had five points. You settle with three. So that's better than half. Okay, let's move on to round two. Round two. Round two today is a game called In a World Coming Soon. In this game, I will play select parts of a movie trailer from a Generation X movie, and you need to tell me what movie it was a preview for. There are clips from three movies, and you'll get one point for each movie that you can name correctly. Do we get to hear the trailer, or are you just going to say what's said in the trailer? I'm not going to reenact the trailer as much as I would love to. <laughs> I, I do have an audio clip for you, though. Okay, oh. that's what I was asking. We wanted to actually reenact it. So here is movie number one. Tell me the name of this movie. We must find men who will protect us. Men who do not tremble at the first sign of danger. Men who will give their lives to preserve liberty and justice. Where will we find such men? Steve Martin. Chevy Chase, Martin Short. Let's ride! What do you got, Tommy? The Three Amigos. The Three Amigos? Let's see in our reveal if you're correct or not. Three Amigos, a new film from director John Landis, coming for Christmas. Well done! That's one point in round two. I think your dad was giving you some illegal hints there, but we'll ignore that. I was not. We'll we'll count that as the the lifeline you did not use in round one. (laughs) (laughs) He knew it anyway. Once it said Steve Martin. Yeah, I'm sure. Now, there's tons of Steve Martin movies. Once it said all three of them, I would have known it. Gotcha. There it is. Movie number two. What is the name of this film from Generation X? This holiday season, all Clark wants is a quiet, old-fashioned Christmas. What he's going to get is the gift that keeps on living. Merry Christmas. His family. We didn't come to impose. But no holiday could ever be more deeply touching, so genuinely moving, more truly uplifting, or more down-to-earth than Christmas with the Griswolds. What movie, Tommy? Um, a girl from the beginning, Griswolds gave it away. A natural lampoon's Christmas vacation. <laughs> let's find out if he's right or not. This year, <laughs> let Chevy Chase light up your holidays. <laughs> national lampoon's Christmas vacation. That thing had nine lives. She just spent them all. <laughs> you <laughs> woo, crack up. Well done. That is correct. Well done, Tommy. You're two for two in this round. You're crushing it. You gave us the full answer, the whole National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. I wasn't going to give it to you if you just said Christmas Vacation. So good job on that. And here we go with movie number three. This one's a little bit more difficult. Let's see if you can get the name of this movie from Generation X. When the military runs short on brains, they go hunting at Pacific Tech, an exclusive institution for outstanding intellects. Where the superstar of smarts is Chris Knight. His homework could win a Nobel Prize. But when Chris makes the scientific discovery of the century, his classmates want the credit. And the military wants to use his discovery as the ultimate weapon. This is not good. So Chris is about to turn getting even into a science. What's the name of that movie? Real Genius. Real Genius? Let's find out in the reveal. <laughs> Real genius. Well done. You swept that round. 
You now have six points after two rounds as we go into our final round. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park Our bodies come in different shapes and sizes, so doesn't it make sense that our weight loss plans should too? That's the beauty of Noom. They build a personal plan that factors in dietary restrictions, medical issues, and other personal needs so your plan works for you. Noom doesn't restrict or shame when you want to treat yourself. Their flexible program focuses on progress. Instead of perfection, you don't have to give up carbs or anything. And with their daily lessons, you can learn something new about your food choices every day. After just a few days of using the app, I learned how to recognize cues for overeating and how to choose the right foods to feel full. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M dot com. And check out Noom's first ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for a hundred healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold. Round round three. Round three today is a new game called Sing Your Life. Tommy, others sing your life, but now is your chance to shine. In this game, I will play a clip from a song, and you must sing the next lines until the judges are satisfied with your performance. Don't worry, though. If you've heard the judges sing in previous episodes, you know that the bar is set pretty low here. There are five songs total for you to sing, and you'll be awarded one point for singing the next line and one bonus point for naming the band or artist that sang that song for a total of 10 points in the round. So if you're down on points right now, don't worry, because anything can still happen. So when I stop the music, you have to keep singing the song until you can't any longer, and then we will appeal the judges to see if they are pleased with your knowledge of song lyrics, okay? So hopefully I pick songs you've heard of before that were made 30-something years ago, and see if your dad is doing his part to uh, raise his children correctly. You ready, Tommy? Hope so. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of like musical chairs, you know? As soon as the music stops, you go, okay? Here is part one of song number one. Was to play it safe Was afraid to fly He packed his suitcase Kissed his kids goodbye He waited his whole damn life To take that flight As a plane crashed <laughs> We're gonna cut you off right here. That is correct. 
Uh, Alanis Morissette. Uh, What's the song? Something little. Oh, ironic. Something little pill. Yes. Jagger. You know the album. Too. Yeah, yeah, and the album. Sorry, you only get one bonus point. Don't try and milk the judges. <laughs> He's on, and she wrote it at a coffee shop. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the reveal. Let's see how close you got. Great job, Tommy. That is two points for that question. Here we go with song number two. Let's see if you can keep it rolling. When the music stops, you start. In the game called Sing Your Life. Sing your life. Okay, here's song number two. Anthony works in the grocery store Saving his pennies for someday Mama Leone left a note on the door She said, Sonny, move out to the country Mama, working too hard to give you a well done that's good that's good enough great job tommy you got that one billy who sings joel, it billy joel the stranger what song that's oh moving out and the album's the stranger well done tommy crushing <laughs> it so it's two more points for there okay you're two for two so far in this round tommy let's see if you can keep it going to song number three when the song ends you begin to this song Silhouette of a man, Scaramouche, Scaramouche, will you do the bandango? Thunderbolt and lightning, very, very frightening me. I'm just a poor boy from a poor family, sparing his life from this monstrosity. Let's go to the judges. Judges, are you satisfied with that? Well done, Tommy. What's the name of that band? Queen. Very good. That's a full two points for that one, too. Oh, yeah. A Bohemian Rhapsody. Let's hear the uh, reveal on that one. Galileo. 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 Great job. Two full points on that one. Here we go. Song number four. There's only two left. Here we go. There's a star waiting in the sky. He'd like to come and meet us, but he thinks he'd blow our mind. Is a star man waiting in the sky. He's told us not to blow it because he knows it's all worthwhile. He told me, let the children lose it. Let the children use it. But all the children boogie. A guitar solo. <laughs> <laughs> you want to hear the guitar solo? I want to hear the guitar solo. <laughs> no. no. <laughs> Judges? Well done, Tommy. Who sings that song? David Bowie, um, Starman, uh, the fa- the Fallen Rise of Ziggy Stardust. There's a starman waiting in the sky. He's told us not to blow it, because he knows it's all worthwhile. He's told let the children lose it. Let the children use it. Let all the children do it. I didn't know at the very end they said, let all the children boogie. I, I, I couldn't understand what he was saying all these years. So well done. You would have beat me on that one, Tommy. Here we go to the last song. You are absolutely annihilating this round. Song number five. Let's see if you can get this one. I know I probably wouldn't. The ice age is coming. The sun's zooming in. And you stop running. The wheat is going there. But I have no fear. 
Cause London is drowning in ice, and we've bought a river, London calling. Oh yeah, you're right. The world. Oh, no, you're right. Get out of the oh, cupboard, God. you boys and girls. London calling to the zombies of death. Quit holding out and draw another breath. The ice age is coming. The sun's zooming in. <laughs> <laughs> Judges. <laughs> well done, Tommy. But I have no faith. <laughs> and he was right and I was wrong. I corrected him with the wrong lyrics. I know. I just noticed that. Let's do the big deal for the listeners. That gives you a grand total of 16 points, Tommy. I think that's pretty darn good. Listeners, do you remember your score? Okay, let's see how well you did. If you're playing against our special guest and scored less than 16, then you let this dude from Gen Z beat you, and you might want to go back and brush up on your memories of your youth. Tommy, do you have any messages for those listening that you beat today? Um, suck on it. <laughs> With all due respect. <laughs> but you could have heard a pin drop. Tommy stopped and locked the door. From the mouth of babes, you heard it, folks. <laughs> if you were playing solo today, we are using the Goonies scoring system for grading the quiz. A score of 17 or 18 points is the grade of an A and earns you the rank of Mikey. He's the one that made the Goonies happen, and he did his part to save the Goondocks. Down here, it's our time. It's our time down here. In that same spirit, you are doing your part to save Generation X. Well done. <laughs> yes, Tommy, you have your hand raised. Can I request grade the the top grade change to chunk? <laughs> well, you have to match that grade in order to get the change. So we'll go to your grade right here, which is a B. That's a score between 15 and 16 points. And that gives you the rank of Andy. Without her, the Goonies could not have played the bones on the skeleton piano and avoid certain death. Her B flat note saved the day. Thank you. So that's your rank there, uh, Tommy. If you want to change it out for Chunk, we can do that. Another thing. Didn't she nearly kill them? I mean, she got enough wrong. If she got one more note wrong, she would have killed them. Right. That's why she's not an A. She's a B because she has room for improvement. <laughs> a score of 13 to 14 points is enough for a C, and that earns you the rank of data. He was great with all the cool gadgets and stuff, but since they only work part of the time, I think giving him and his pinchers of peril a C works well here. Pinchers of peril, you guys, I'd be saved by my pinchers of peril. A score of 11 to 12 points is enough for a D, and that can only be Cindy Lauper and her song for the film, The Goonies Are Enough. Those of us who consistently got D's in school know that they are indeed good enough. And finally, if you scored 10 or less, then that's a failing grade. Unfortunately, that means you have earned the rank of Mr. Perkins and his son, Troy. The dad wanted nothing more than to foreclose on the goondocks and turn the land into a golf course for the Astoria Country Club. Troy, however, had some bad intentions for Andy. He could have killed Bran, and he dared to use the name Goonies as a slur. These guys deserve an F for sure. Tommy, anything you'd like to say before we leave? The children are the future. <laughs> <laughs>
Well said. Well said. Judges? I let me stop them now. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Say that one more time. The children are the future unless they stop them now, which is actually a quote by Homer Simpson. <laughs> <laughs> well done. We hope you enjoyed playing along this episode of The Home Game. And we'll post your score and comments on our Facebook group page. If you're interested in supporting the show, we have a Patreon account set up for those who would like to take advantage of the special offers available for becoming a contributor. Or if you just want to show some appreciation for what we're trying to do here, we also offer our Venmo account at Who Will Save Gen X. Detailed information is available in the show notes for both of these ways to send some love to the show. If you have questions, comments, or would like to sign up to become a guest on either the home game or the regular version of the game show, you can email me at whowillsavegenx at gmail.com. We'd love to hear your feedback and invite you to become a friend of the show. Well, that's it for this edition of The Home Game. Thank you very much for checking us out, and we hope you've had a good time listening. We will be back with our regular version of the podcast in the next episode, where we will once again ask the question, who will save Generation X? Later. Don't you realize the next time you see Sky, it'll be over another town. The next time you take a test, it'll be in some other school. Our parents, they want the best of stuff for us. But right now they gotta do what's right for them. Cause it's their time. Their time. Up there. Down here, it's our time. It's our time down here. That's all over the second we ride up Troy's bucket. Know what I mean? Know what I mean? Nuts, nuts, know what I mean? Say no more. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.